Psalm 82, these are God's words. A Psalm of Asaph, God stands in the congregation of the mighty. He judges among the gods. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Free them from the hand of the wicked. They do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are unstable. I said you are gods, and you are children of the Most High, but you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for you shall inherit the nations. So far the reading of God's inspired and inerrant word. So the situation in Psalm 82, or the situation on earth that Psalm 82 addresses, is the fact that there are judges who judge unjustly. Uh, There are judges who show partiality to the wicked. Uh, It belongs to many of God's people throughout history, and even now, to be poor or fatherless or afflicted or needy, uh, and to be attacked by the wicked. And one of the experiences of people in this world, uh, fallen uh, uh, among the fallen humanity in Adam uh, and in the world as it currently is, is that the justice that God has established and that God has told us about in his word is not followed by very many uh, of those who sit in seats of judgment. Uh, And since the scriptures address it so often, we should not be surprised when we are unjustly treated or when we are harmed and then we come to uh, seek redress for being harmed uh, and we are not given justice uh, by the judge before whom we come on earth. Uh, so we should not be surprised, but we should take comfort in the fact that earthly judges have a judge of their own. Uh, God sits in judgment over the judges. Uh, and one of the things that makes the miscarriage of justice by earthly authorities such a horrible thing is that they are sitting in a seat of justice that really belongs to God. They're sitting in a seat of authority that really belongs to God. You remember when Pilate uh, tells Jesus, don't you know that I have authority uh, to have you executed or to let you go? Uh, Jesus says, actually, you can't have authority unless it's given to you from somewhere else. And in Romans 13, we learn who the somebody else ultimately is. Uh, Because on earth, there are those authorities who seem to be ultimate. Uh, But even their authority comes from God. There is no authority except that it comes from God. And everyone who is an authority has to answer to God. Well, in Psalm 82, God comes now and among those who were acting in the place of God in the seats of judgment, uh, he sits himself as judge over them. So God stands in the congregation of the gods, or God, but in this case it's probably uh, the gods. Elohim is the word in verse 1. He judges among the gods. Uh, And we find out uh, why it is that they are being given this title. It is they to whom especially the word of God has come, uh, the ones who not only know from general revelation that there is a God and they have to answer to him, Uh, but now, especially to uh, judges among his people who had received his word, uh, 
but all know that they must answer to God for the judgment that they render. And he says, how long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Uh, and so forth. Uh, and then he compares what they ought to have been uh, to what they actually are. What they actually are is in verse 5. They do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are unstable. And so God has given on earth as a foundation of a uh, of a stable society, whether it's a stable society in the home, stable society in the church, stable society in the nation, one of the great foundations is the authority structures that God has given for each of those and the proper carrying out of those authorities. But when those who are in authority become oppressors and persecutors, then the foundations are unstable, as it says here, or or as it says in Psalm 11, the foundations are destroyed. What can the righteous try? Um, But if you remember singing Psalm 11, you remember the Lord sits. Um, The the Lord sits upon his throne. Uh, He is uh, high up on his holy mountain. He looks down upon the children of men, uh, and he judges and hates uh, wickedness and lying. And so what man is, in verse 5, is compared to what they ought to have been, in verse 6, I said, you are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. And this isn't children of the Most High merely in that they were created by him, but in that as those who sit in lower seats of judgment, uh, they are in the family business, as it were. They have they have a duty to and are reflecting upon uh, God and his own judgment. Uh, but they are not uh, carrying out their office in a way that imitates God. They are carrying out their office uh, in darkness and without understanding. Uh, and rather than being those who, by whom God gives stability uh, to uh, the society in which they have been given authority, uh, they are the very ones by whom that stability, uh, the Society is robbed of that stability. So he says, you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. And here he's now reminding them uh, that, yes, there are those who are princes and judges uh, of other nations whom obviously God is going to destroy. This was a big part of the history of the nation of Israel. Uh, He waited to give them the promised land until the sin of the Amorites was complete. Uh, and then when he's bringing them into the the promised land, two of uh, the first great kings to fall are Sihon and Og, kings of the Amorites. Uh, and you guys know uh, Og as king, uh, uh, king of Bashan uh, of the Amorites uh, because he was 13 and a half feet tall and had the iron bed and they kept it to remember the greatness of their God. Well, this is still true about the greatness of our God that there are those princes of the nations, you know, the kinds of people who end up in the news now. Names like uh, Putin and Biden and Zelensky uh, and others uh, who maybe are not quite so high as far as uh, those on earth uh, think, but who do abuse their power and act as if they have authority that is from themselves and for themselves. Uh, 
and they will die and fall and be judged for how they exercised their authority. Well, now he's saying in verse 7 uh, that it's even worse for those who were among God's people and had his word and knew uh, more clearly where their authority came from and still did not exercise justice in their seats of authority. They will die like men. They will fall like one of the princes. Now, there's a wonderful conclusion to this psalm in verse 8 because it reminds us uh, that there is one king, that there is one judge who rules rightly and who judges justly. And that king and judge is God. Arise, O God, and judge the earth. For you shall inherit all the nations. You see, that king and that judge is not just God, but he's also the anointed one from Psalm 2. All of these nations reigning and uh, nations raging and kings and rulers plotting in vain uh, and the judges of the earth who need to pay attention in Psalm 2. They are all vying to try to get what doesn't belong to them, but it does belong to the begotten Son. Today I have begotten you. It does belong to the one who is told, Ask of me, and I shall give you the nations for your heritage. And, uh, he will shatter them uh, with his rod of iron or rod of bronze. Uh, and so the God of Psalm 82, verse 8, is the God, or is the anointed of Psalm 2, verse 8. Jesus is both the Christ, the anointed one, and God, who arises and judges not just one nation, Israel or Judah, or one of these other nations that is ruled by one of these other princes of verse 7, but every single nation's authority and judgment belongs to him. Uh, and so when the Lord Jesus is talking about redeeming his people uh, and those uh, whom the Father gives to him comes to him and none can take them out of his hand and none can take them out of his Father's hand uh, and uh, those two things are true at the same time, he says, because I and the Father are one and the Jews pick up stones to stone him. They say, you're blaspheming. Uh, and he says, and he refers to this psalm, he says, they say, you have made yourself out to be God. And he, and he says, don't you remember Psalm 82, where to those to whom the word of God came were called God because they acted in the office of God? Jesus is not claiming to be one of the ones in the middle of the psalm. He's, he, he's reminding them that even the use of language about those who are merely human, uh, even the use of language is justified. The language of, uh, of using the word uh, as a god uh, is justified in Psalm 82 about those who are merely human and sit in seats of judgment. Uh, but the Lord Jesus is the one not in uh, the middle of the psalm. He's the one at the end. He is God who has arisen to judge the earth, who is inheriting all of the nations. And that's our ultimate comfort when we are abused, when we cannot get justice, uh, when 
uh, even in this life, you leave this world not having gotten justice. Uh, the final judgment has not been rendered. Christ the King, Christ the Judge, will sit among the judges. And everything will be put right. We don't have to despair as if, as if justice will not be served. Jesus will take vengeance and Jesus will vindicate his people and he will deliver us. Uh, but let us, whenever we are in a place of authority, uh, take to heart uh, Psalm 82 and the fact that that authority is from God, not from ourselves. And we will have to answer to him for what we did with it. Let's pray. Father, thank you for giving uh, us this portion of your word today. We thank you that Jesus is King of kings and Lord of lords and the judge of the judges. And we pray that when uh, we are mistreated and receive injustice, that this truth about Christ would comfort our hearts and that we would desire for him to receive the glory that he will have when he gives the ultimate judgment. And we pray, Lord, that when we are in situations and places of authority, you would make us to judge, not by outward appearance, but with just judgment, as those to whom the word of God has come. Grant to us uh, to employ the authority that we have according to Scripture. And we pray for those who are in authority over us, that you would make them to do so, uh, that we might have the reflection of Christ's justice even now in the places that owe him that. For we ask it in his name. Amen.